0: Hello and welcome back to Dealing With It, a podcast about rolling with the punches. This is a mother and son podcast.
1: I'm Trish, I'm the mom.
0: My name is Matt and I am the son. Thank you so much for joining us this week where we will be talking about empathy. Yes, yeah,
1: but before that, Matt, how was your week?
0: It was good, actually. The weather was finally really nice. Um, So I I made it a point to get out and start riding my bike to work. Oh, you did? Good. Yeah, um, and you know, it's kind of... Fun, I'll say, hesitantly, because as I started, like, on Monday when I was like, all right, I'm just going to get up, I'm doing it, I'm riding my bike to work. It, it, I don't live too far from my job. It's maybe a mile and a half, close to two miles. But, like, um, I would, I was like, I'm going to do it. And then, like, you know, I haven't done it all in a year. My <laughs> right. legs hurt so bad. Yeah. Like, I started, the, I got off my bike when I got to work, and it just felt like jelly. <laughs> And so, but it was kind of fun by like Friday to see like, oh, I feel like my legs are getting a little stronger, you know, Good being job. able to sort of track that actual progress. So you did pretty much every day. Every day. Nice job. But, um, and it was just nice, uh, to, you know, I would listen to a podcast or music or something while I'm going to yeah. work and I don't know, I, I enjoyed it. So that was good. Um, I know that our goal that we talked about, our umbrella was sort of just to look for opportunities to practice empathy, right. In preparation for doing this, and um, I don't, I don't know if I got uh, there. I just didn't have too many situations, I guess, that came up where I was like, I really, really f- feel what this person's feeling. Right. So, I think my week was kind of a pretty. Uh, I won't say mundane, but it was a relatively. Yeah. Relaxed week, I guess it was relaxed, it was well, fun. That's good. Yeah, I guess so. That you deserve that, absolutely. <laughs> but how was your week?
1: Um, well, under the empathy umbrella, um, you know, I I watch granddaughter uh, twice a week, yeah. so um, so just naturally with her through conversation, um, we talk about things in in that fashion. What I realized this week is how. Um, how it comes up a lot how empathy comes up a lot even when you're not thinking about it it's easy to even reading a book um, you know with my granddaughter and say oh I wonder you know how she feels look at her face what does that face look like yeah. and then you know she's able to and she's very very um, articulate so she's able to to do that she also able to recognize her emotions pretty well when she says I'm very frustrated yeah I don't want to be in the car seat um sort of thing uh, I get it I and I can understand your but, feelings but she'll, she'll, she'll
0: <laughs> but that, that's a huge thing and we'll kind of get yep. into it um with one right. of the things I was looking at but she has the ability to sort of identify her she does her emotions she really
1: really does and I think that's probably due to some uh things she sees you know in her parents and a lot of reading around and course daniel tiger on television if you want to know what empathy is get on there and yeah. there's a song about something with that um but also uh i i volunteer a school a couple days a week and so then there are older kids who you notice putting up barriers to um not wanting to be empathetic yeah, yeah. um maybe trying to be cool you know that kind of stuff not all the kids for sure and not all the time for sure but you see evidence of kids as they're becoming that uh pre-teen age of struggling with coolness of empathy yeah and um just how again you model it come back around keep keep your uh, standards high Mm -hmm. but um for sure and then and then um Adults too, and I can appreciate when people are being empathetic with me. Yeah. You know, um, and so I, I just was aware of it this week. Cool. And uh,
0: maybe I was. I don't know, because I now that I'm thinking about it after hearing uh-huh. you say that, there definitely are situations where, um, you know, just as simple as like, um, one of my coworkers being frustrated about something. Yeah. Um, it's uh, so even you know, I guess just right here, uh, one of the things I was looking up like the difference between empathy and sympathy. Right. Is if one of my coworkers comes up to me and is like, "Oh, so and so is just acting whatever today," or like something's going on in my house, or whatever. If I were to to be like, "Well, oh, that sucks," uh, you know, that's sympathy. That's yeah. acknowledging. Uh, that is a
1: hard time you're going through. there. Yeah, it's,
0: yeah. it says uh, feelings of pity or sorrow for someone else's misfortune. Sure, sympathy.
1: That's not a bad thing. Right, but yeah. if
0: what if my coworker comes up to me. And it's like, boss is coming down on me, or like, I just feel like this and this. And to make a connection with them to say, like, last week they came down on me yeah. like that. And I felt you're making a connection of feeling. Yes. You're, you're, yeah. you're, uh, it says here that the ability to understand and share feelings, uh, right. with others is right. empathy. Yeah. And so to not, it's not disregarding it to be sympathetic, to be like, no, oh, that really all. sucks. Yeah. That you're coming down, but like, yeah to make an actual connection with somebody. Yeah. um, That's, that's empathy. And I feel like that, that tends to be more helpful um, or at least comforting in a situation. Well, empathy
1: too um, can be difficult in that I was, I'm, I'm watching a show on um, Versailles on um, Netflix and it goes along and it's pretty good, but there are also times of extreme violence or, Torture or the horrific things that were happening back in, in the day, right? Mm-hmm. So I am, I, my real life feelings are made uncomfortable by the uncomfortable feelings being portrayed by who I know really to be actors, but yeah, um, they're not real. <laughs> but it it is, but that's an empathetic um, feeling too of being seriously uncomfortable watching somebody else's discomfort. Yeah. So being empathetic isn't always. Um, a comfortable emotion to feel.
0: Yeah, for um, sure.
1: And then I I realized there's fast forward during the, <laughs> you know, uh, and get back to it. But it this week also I noticed, just getting away, maybe you can empathize with me because mm-hmm. I bet you can. Um, I was missing dad this week more. And I wondered oh, yeah. if it wasn't, well, and maybe it's not missing dad more. Maybe it's missing my family more because yeah. I would be like putting away dishes and I'd think I remember it'd be about this time we'd be decorating Easter eggs and then I'd, I'd kind of reminisce about to a time where we'd pull out the all the eggs and all you kids would be around the table and we'd have newspaper down on the table yeah. and you know the dyes and the crayons and and It was it was really um, you know two parents three kids you know generally until you kids graduated and sometimes even after we would still be doing Easter eggs first year now maybe it's the second year I haven't done Easter eggs and I'm thinking kind of missed it just I kind of not that I want to go buy a dozen eggs and decorate them I don't need that I was I'm appreciating what great memories they were but still
0: feeling sort of missing it. yeah you know what that is funny because i not funny by any means <laughs>
1: thank you for your empathy <laughs> yeah.
0: well, that's funny mom anyway, <laughs> moving on no um, <laughs> I, good one no So just just yesterday um so like we said like the weather's been nicer and katie and i were cleaning up the yard um, yeah. there were still leaves from fall that we had in bags but they had We'd let him sit without no, taking him to the nice yeah. The yeah, Stinky. it was gross. So we were cleaning up outside and we made dinner and we were like, let's just eat outside. Yeah. And we were listening to a podcast and we were eating out there. We I was just looking over the yard and it was like warm and the sun was there and I just had all these memories kind of flood in of of playing in the yard. Yeah. I mean, of just I don't know. Like know. just all I just I had so many family memories. the the the, 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 the grass has been freshly like mowed yeah. and I just remembered like all the memories of of dad, and and I don't know, just, it it, it, yeah. everything just really brought me back to a lot of feelings just, for whatever reason, yeah. I wasn't expecting it, um, and no. it just, it totally, like, kind of ripped me up a little bit. Yeah, I know, In that sense it's of just like realizing, it. when we were young yeah. like that, that was, I mean, that was our, that was the world, that yeah. was the world, it was the five of us, mm-hmm. and that was the consistent, steady thing, especially yeah. as we were all growing up, like, just, like, and things so you You can always count on it and so now it's still like I you know now I'm not gonna say more than ever but just as much as ever I love you so much and and Sam and Eric and I feel so close to you guys but there is that part of like all of our worlds have gotten so much bigger and stuff that when I was just missing that too I think of that feeling of like it used to just be five and then yeah, everything else. I know. And the five of us. Yeah, it was like our team. And now it's just so, it's just so big.
1: It's so big. And it's good. We wouldn't want to still and be the uh, at the ages we are. Absolutely. Know, yeah. But Yeah, at the ages we are, I still, I'm glad you guys have moved out. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: you don't want the but, three of us living in that basement. Not,
1: no, but, but boy, I think, I think that there are times where um, you just look back and and you miss it. And that just, is kind of and then, so uh, over the the uh, sometime in the late fall or whatever, a fountain that was in the backyard um, fell over and broke some pieces. But I put, moved all the pieces up and I was going to figure out how to put it my fountain back together <clears throat> again. So um, it's a solar powered fountain, really very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I had all the pieces together and I was trying to figure out how to stick them together now uh, so it just was ongoing problem solving in an area that i haven't done before yeah and i went out to the garage and i looked and i found caulking that we had used for the upstairs bathroom project it's been a year Mm -hmm. and took that and took out the caulking gun and was like this is going to work look it's waterproof it can hold everything i know if it holds tile it's going to hold this stuff together and then the Went to do it, and the I, I guess it had expired. or It was hardened inside, and I couldn't even get the little trigger on the caulking gun to go. Not that I've ever done it before, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't require <laughs> yeah. that. So then I couldn't get it, the caulking tube out of the caulking gun because I couldn't figure that out. And I started to feel mad, really mad. And I was mad um, that was something your dad would have done. I would have said, "Hey, I'm going to be doing this. Can you figure out how to? What would we use to glue this together?" Yeah. And he'd be thrilled to run down to the hardware store. Yeah, he and He'd come back with seven things, but together we would have figured it out. And there, I'm in the backyard. I've, you know, I'm just dirty and messy, and I can't figure it out, and I can't make it work, and it, I don't even know and what to do. And I just felt mad. I felt yeah. mad.
0: Well, what did you end up doing?
1: Well. Um, chuck the caulking gun with the caulking still in it. Yeah, cause heck with it, right? Not worth my, not worth the stress I was getting from it. Yeah, went to the um, like Walmart store, down to the adhesive aisle. I pick up some kind of adhesive stuff that's going to work on stone and everything else under the sun, and bring it home because it's not in a caulking tube. I can figure that out, <laughs> yeah. right? So then I did, it worked great. Put yeah, it probably helps
0: that it wasn't a decade old or however old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But the thing is, it doesn't come off your hands very well. Oh, so yeah, yeah. it's like, I mean, I still, today, I, you can see I've got these little areas looks like brown, like dirty. Oh, yeah, it looks like
0: someone punched you in the hand.
1: Well, yeah, that's a good story. I'll kill with that story, because to me, uh, oh. it, just, it makes me look like I don't clean very well. <laughs> and I mean, I was scouring these hands, like, you know, like, like whatever the... The name of the people with the condition that are afraid of germs, you know. (laughs) I was like doing that and rubbing stuff over it. And so whatever I put on it and didn't get off right away, now it's still with me. But then the fountain is put together, ready to rock and roll. And then, because it's a solar fountain, it had a little remote control that went with it. I can't find the remote control. So after all of that, it's sitting out there. And I've put water in it. And I thought, you know what, birds? If you want to come, enjoy yeah. this. And if I come, if the little remote controller comes up sometime, and I'm sure it is. I just bet I packed it up with things out of the bedroom. Oh, I'm sure it's just sitting somewhere. That's yeah, just, yeah. And but it's like the size of um, a small key fob. So mm-hmm. you know, the likelihood of finding that when you want yeah. it is hard. But um, so if it pops up, then I'll turn on the fountain. Yeah. If it doesn't, well, then the birds can still drink out yeah. of it.
0: You know, I mean, there's also probably. Just because this is something that I run into, mm-hmm. where um, I'll find something, I'm like, "Oh, this is really cool." Uh, perfect example, I suppose. Uh, and I guess a little different was last summer we were cleaning out the shed, and oh, I found yeah. my old like Game Boy Advance. Yeah. And I was like, and it had in the games. That I, was I was like, I can't wait to play this. This right. is awesome. Um, but it, the one it was the one I had that it needed a, to be plugged in and charged. Oh, and the
1: charger. Of course, there of was course. no charger
0: yeah. or whatever. But what I found. In looking for just a charger online, is like, I guarantee we could find an exact remote for that thing online think? and just get a replacement. And I mean, I know, maybe sell. I guess I can't guarantee, but I would assume yeah. I, I was just kind of blown away that it's just like, I feel like <laughs> when they sell things, they're like, oh, this could get lost. We'll make sure that maybe we, have maybe we can make a little more money on the those. website. Yeah. <laughs> selling these well, So if it, it never comes it, up yeah. here, I'm sure we could find it. Well, but I it know that feeling of like, I went through all that work and now I don't, know. I don't even I, I know. Even turn it
1: off. And I just wanted somebody else to deal with it. Right. And there wasn't somebody else, so
0: yeah, yeah, I know. Because at, at this point now, you've had to come up against a few of those situations. Eight, well, it's I'm been sure
1: just say over eight months, man. yeah, since
0: yeah. Dad's passed, mm-hmm. and but even since before Dad passed, there was a lot yeah. of things that you had to start figuring out. Of like, oh, this is what you know, just yeah. things oh that were God. not yeah. that you said were, were delegated that <clears throat> Dad would be happy to yeah. try to do, yeah. yeah. Um, and at this point, like I imagine, yeah, is it is it rewarding or just like, I'm tired of having to figure this stuff out? Um, I
1: think the initial, when you come up against the wall of something you didn't think about, like a caulking gun, um, and there's going to be 10 million more of those things in my world, I'm sure. Initially, it still makes me mad, just like it used to. Yeah, And it's not like, a lesser mad. It's good and mad. It's good and mad. And um, but then I think you. I understand that there'll be a learning curve, and need to just learn to figure it out. And I don't panic over it as much. I just maybe am more exasperated with.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Now I got to do this, and then how it ends up. It doesn't really work the way I had anticipated that it would work like a fountain. Now it's a sitting bird bath. But <laughs> um, yeah, you know. But Again, I look at it, and I see my growth. I see, you know, I took you out in the right. backyard before, the, before we talked here, and I showed you some of the things I've been working on this week. And, you know, behind all those things, you know, I'm, I, I, I bought the mulch. I don't know. Each, ba- each bag probably weighs. Well, hefty. Little, I, I'd say five thousand pounds. Probably I, I each bag. Yeah. And then I got him into the car, out of the car, into the house, down the stairs to the backyard, stacked them all up, and decided where to put him. And I look at that like, you know what? Yeah, I'm I'm proud of the yard and my progress in in saying I, I did that myself. I and mean, yeah. that's I did that. Yeah, I did that.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, I did that,
0: but. No, no, I, truly though, I mean, especially when you say, like, when little things just kind of pop up that you wouldn't think about, yeah. and I was like, damn it, I gotta figure oh, this one, out. One, again, Yeah.
1: Um, I dug up a small section in the yard to make a oddly shaped little garden I, yeah, area. I think, it
0: looks, I think it looks nice. For
1: Yeah, for, my, well, little granddaughter uh, and I are going to plant some pumpkin seeds, and um, so it's going to be her little... Pumpkin garden, and as I was doing that, digging all that up yesterday, I actually it occurred to me. You know, in the past, I would have walked out into the yard, and I would have had your dad come out, and I would have said, "Here's what I'm thinking. What do you think about right here?" And I know he would have said, "Uh, no, because that's where I mow, (laughs) and I'd have to go around it. He'd probably rather have it up against a fence, be more squared off. Where it is an oddly shaped thing out in the middle of of everything." and it kind of made me a little bit happy to go. You know what? Even if I'm making a mowing mistake, it's my <sighs> mistake. My garden, my thing. And there was some kind of joy in that. I didn't need to negotiate or compromise about it. I just yeah. made a decision that could be a silly decision. But you know what? Okay, all right. We'll see.
0: Right, and I, I can't imagine any of it's going to be too.
1: How I mean, it could be anything. Could can be fixable. Second, yeah, yeah. Um, but so there, there is that too. That feeling. Of a, a freedom that uh, I, yeah, you know, yeah, did it. I
0: did it. I'm proud of you. I think it looks great. <laughs> um,
1: well, maybe yeah. Ernie and I will have a pumpkin for you in October. Can't guarantee, but I see. We'll, we'll see.
0: We'll see. Um, well, cool. Should we should we get into a, mm-hmm. a, our, our findings on mm-hmm. of empathy? Empathy. Yeah. So um, a couple of the things that I, that I was looking into was um, what. What part of the brain... Where does em- empathy come from right. in the brain? Right, Because, like, I know we, we talked about before we recorded a little bit. I think both of us had this idea that empathy is something that you're born with. Or not. Or not yeah. born with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I knew that, like... Um, and I kind of thought about it almost as, like, a muscle, you know? It's like, if you don't exercise that muscle, it just gets weaker and weaker. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't quite realize how much of an actual, like, conscious decision... Uh, it is to, to to be empathetic towards somebody, mm-hmm. and then, I mean, then it does get, yeah, better. I mean, like easier to do, like right. But it's like as a, ba- you keep a baby is
1: not born with the ability to be empathetic or no ability yeah. to be empathetic. That is not a trait that is that we're born with. It
0: is a learned trait. Right. So in the the brain, I'm gonna try to pronounce this right but I'm going to probably pronounce it well, incorrectly. You know
1: what? I'm, I am just cheering you on. <laughs> just don't make it sound like a dirty word. <laughs> don't up. Okay. Now, well, no promises.
0: Because <laughs> when I say super marginal gyrus.
1: Oh, that reminds me. Never mind. <laughs> 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 We're not talking about that.
0: Super marginal? Su- supra marginal. Oh. Uh, gyrus. Okay. Uh, uh, so that's a part of our brain that helps distinguish our own emotional state from that of others, and it helps us observe and assess what others are experiencing. Um, it's it's like that thing of, oh, I feel, I feel great today. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that guy's problem? Kind right. of a thing. Like being able to distinguish, uh, I feel great. What's going on there? Or like, oh, that person's not. Because if we didn't have that, you know, it'd be like, I feel great today. I guess that's when I'd be like, What's that guy's problem? Why ain't yeah. he feeling great?
1: So like as a like at work
0: <clears throat> as
1: a classroom teacher, when I look up about, I can read what I'm getting back from kids. Yeah. And I have the ability to say I need to step it up and be a little more, in, or I need to tone some stuff down. These or you kids can are be the,
0: like, oh, so-and-so in the corner is acting different than they normally right. do. Right.
1: Do you understand? Yeah.
0: And so, like, I wonder, I should maybe, th- like, yeah. address that or, like, what's going so on there? So, even,
1: so before, because I was looking into how uh, empathy is taught or enhanced. And so before that, a person really has to identify their own emotions. Exactly.
0: So these are, like, the base things that happen. And then what we do to take those to that sort mm-hmm. of next step of actually Connecting ourselves with others is empathy. Yeah, yeah. And so it also says that uh, in our brains there's this these symptoms of mirror neur- neurons. Okay. Uh, uh, that that cause us to mimic the action of others. It's that same thing of like if you see somebody yawn and then you yawn. Yeah. Or if you see like on the show like somebody being tortured and you're like I, oh. and it makes you cringe. Yeah. It's yeah. that's a part of our brain that is because we're social creatures that we connect to each other yeah. on that. Yeah. So those are kind of in plant, like they're just in place. And then, so taking those things and then putting forth action to then, I don't know, to to make that connection of like, oh, I feel this for them. Yeah. Um, that's that's where that empathy gets sort of started. And one of the things that I was that I researched that I thought was really really cool was this organization called Roots of Empathy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And the founder and president of that is Mary Gordon. Um, I got this from Roots of Empathy. Yeah, Roots I'm of write Empathy. Um, a lot of the stuff I got, the information I got on this, like the stuff about the the brain part of empathy, is from um, a video just on YouTube. On it. it was like just it wasn't even very long, but it had a ton of great information on it. It's called The Importance of Empathy from the from Lifehacker was the uh, the name of it. Right. Uh, and then this stuff about Roots of Empathy, I listened to an interview that Mary Gordon did. On uh, a podcast called, uh, I think it was just called Relate, or maybe it was uh, Relatable. But um, anyway, it was just on empathy.
1: Okay, and it's from Mary Gordon. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. So she's the founder and president of this group that it predominant the. The group is of people between children between the age of five and thirteen, and it's like a classroom type setting where once every three weeks, um, a, a volunteer, um, parent and infant will come to this like room, like a classroom, and these the kids can will watch and track the the developmental growth of this infant, um, and through that be able to identify the infant's emotions and then be able to relate that to their own emotions. So it's like you'll have this group of people around, like up till about you know like thirteen teenage wow, years, yeah. where uh, they'll be sitting there, and the baby will be playing with a toy. And then drop the toy and start crying. And they're like, "Well, why? You know, wh- what is it about what just happened that upset the baby?" And they're like, "Well, he lost the thing that he had, yeah. or whatever." And, it's, and they can relate to, by watching this right. baby and uh, just sort of be and able to identify when those. they're
1: verbalizing it and thinking about it out loud together. Mm-hmm. It's, and even
0: from the get-go in the in the class situation, they'll be like, "Okay, so this is a baby, and, and let's say this this is the mother." Um, at some point during this this uh you know class or whatever whatever it is that this baby's gonna become hungry and like um the way babies feed it like they'll talk about breastfeeding Mm -hmm. and it's like so and to these kids they'll be like so when the baby's hungry should the baby eat and then like like yeah so it's like okay so we can all agree that if if the baby's being breastfed maybe it's uncomfortable and we can kind of giggle about it right now because we know we're going to be a little uncomfortable but is that the right thing, you know? And these kids are like, yeah, baby should eat when it's hungry. <laughs> so it just, but it it, right. it, it it acknowledges the parent and the infant. Um, but it also sort of creates a space for these kids where it's like, okay, this might be a little uncomfortable. Um, not just the breastfeeding part, but like, just in general, it opens the floor of like, I don't know, if you can kind of laugh at the uncomfortability, right. it allows you to be a little more vulnerable, yeah. which is like a huge thing. Yeah. And y- in development, I mean even adults, but empathy is a two way street of one person being vulnerable and one right. person listening. Right. Right. Um, and so oh, that's really neat. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, so they get to sort of identify themselves through watching a, a, the development of an infant. Uh, and I thought that was pretty interesting. And now this roots of of empathy is in these like is like in like twelve or thirteen countries now. And wow. Yeah, it seems like pretty cool. I think I took a couple more notes on here, too. Oh, the quote on the the thing is, Roots of Empathy is an international, evidence-based classroom program that has shown significant effect in um, reducing levels of aggression among school children by raising social and emotional competence and increasing empathy. Because it really is having these effects, especially on what I thought was interesting, um, the young boys. It's because, like how you were saying, and just kids in general, like when they get a little bit more of that preteen age mm-hmm. and, and up there, like the feeling of like being too cool or like having to be mm-hmm. stuff. I definitely in that's, that's every just person growing up. Yeah. But I really do think in especially large circumstances, young males, young men are, are taught to be very non-vulnerable and not to um, really express emotion mm-hmm. very well. And I do yeah. think that's where a lot of, aggression sure you know? it's gonna come out one way or another and it's not just boys of course i don't mean to no, generalize not at all. but I, it's I think whatever, whatever it's the environment
1: little, is and yeah but but there is a different expectation probably in that same environment for how a girl would react which you know yeah uh, people maybe a, a father or mother might accept more emotion out of a girl and say well she's just being yeah. emotional kind of thing like, but oh, yeah like emotion girl. is a girl thing yeah yeah
0: and so i where the like aggression part comes in like i could think of Countless individuals that I interact with right now are more aggressive mm-hmm. than they ever mm-hmm. ever need to be. Right. You know, and I think, yeah, for our upbringing, like that I had with, with Sam and Eric in our house, mm-hmm. like we were taught to be very empathetic. And mm-hmm. We were taught to be very. Uh,
1: well, you knew hitting each other is wrong. It doesn't mean you didn't do it. Didn't, yeah, of course but... we were an angel.
0: So <laughs> no, no, no. But like uh, <laughs> that, the I don't know if any of us are would be considered aggressive people. No, um,
1: I, I think that there are are things you that, yeah. feel strongly about. Oh, for sure. Um, but but again, I don't think any of you would just go straight to like we, we, we aggressive like, violence like hitting
0: kid like tr- that I can remember. No, um, no. no. You know, but like I I could see in environments where children are more uh, one physical, like mm-hmm. in a more physically aggressive environment, sure. but also uh, emotionally aggressive sure. and stuff well, like that. That manifests yeah. as it does. they get older. So that's why I thought was really cool about this group that takes. And they were saying that the young males in the in the class too. They're actually sometimes they even get more because I think there's this innate sort of hold back that vulnerability yeah. and stuff. Uh, they get more invested in in, in watching this baby right. and like uh, and growing because it's like oh this is really connecting like this is a great connection
1: yeah i have to say because i one day a week when i do go go to volunteer at the school i have my granddaughter with me it's a it's an overlap day where i'm i got the the little one with me plus we're going to the school Mm -hmm. and those kids that are struggling with just being too cool and needing to show off and not being certainly not empathetic and certainly not even polite in many ways Mm -hmm. to the teacher um if i sit down by them with with your little niece my granddaughter. They turn into some of the nicest kids. Yeah. And she'll say hi to them and, you know, she'll share her fruit snack with them and they melt. It's (laughs) not that that's who they are normally. And they even melt and look around at their buddies like, oh,
0: gee. Because they're they're more vulnerable. I don't know what to do with this
1: um, feeling. And inevitably the buddies are smiling back at him because, you know, what are you going to do?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But... But you're right. I, now, and we came about talking about empathy because last week we talked about one nation under stress. Yeah, and building up empathy in people makes for, uh, well, a better community certainly um, mm-hmm. amongst one another and helping with the, um, the, the the feelings of despair that people have. Yeah. You yeah. know.
0: and how under intense amounts of stress. Um, which is really prevalent in this country right now. Yeah, that that part of our brain that, not the super marginal gyrus, but the prefrontal cortex, <laughs> uh, it is your mom is so proud. <laughs> my Let me just goodness. adjust the glasses. <laughs> no, but uh, but that part it takes, yeah, takes that's a, my boy. Takes a takes a toll where uh, where yeah, empathy, empathy is less of a important important to survival kind of a thing.
1: Right, right, and um. And that's scary.
0: very much. Very much that is so, so scary.
1: Yeah. Um, folks who don't have empathy. Um, there are, you know, two two different um, groups I'm talking about here. One, uh, it's it, since you're not born with empathy, or you are not born without empathy, mm-hmm. it is a, a area of your brain that may be in some way miscommunicating or it's not working up to where it needs to be and empathy is not developed in you. You're not really able to learn empathy because of the the brain issue. Yeah. And the the term they had for those folks is psychopath. Mm-hmm. Which then all of a sudden raises, you know, in me this big red flag of, are you kidding me?
0: Yeah, because we have such a context with, with hearing the term psychopath. You but
1: know. seriously, people with no empathy
0: mm-hmm. who
1: can go about their day without putting themselves into someone else's shoes or recognizing the emotion or suffering Mm. or joy of anyone else that's you know sad it's and then there there's the group that um is able to learn their brain is is Mm -hmm. formed and they are able to be taught and learn empathy but that they're growing up in a a situation where it doesn't serve them and um, so empathy is not developed and not good for where you live or what you're doing so empathy um their lack of empathy would develop there into a sociopath. Yeah. So um, again, these are these are very damaging to our community—psychopaths and sociopaths. Yeah. When I saw those terms pop up around empathy, yeah, I I was really surprised.
0: I agree. I mean, I feel like even still, like depending, like you were saying too, like depending on a, a nurturing environment, somebody who is who is born with a, a without the ability to to empathize, or mm-hmm. they could still live a very Productive and like I don't know meaningful life, I'm sure, but I think there's it's it's a deficit. I mean, it's definitely like just just because somebody like right is born without that ability doesn't mean they can't. They're like screwed. No, yeah,
1: and I do think it can still be taught in different ways. Yeah, different ways. Recognize, you know, as with any learning um, issues, you recognize where is the better path to them understanding and learning and yeah. it can still be taught. They can still learn different ways. And, um, and I don't know, I did not look into, you know, how
0: far into adulthood can you, can it
1: be taught? I would like to think there's never really an old dog that can't learn a new trick.
0: I agree. I bet. I do think that that hardwiring gets yeah. a little more firm the older you get. I agree. Uh, one of the things I saw in that same, that importance of empathy video, um, about the conscious action to, to, to express empathy. Um, some of the things that they put on here was um, um, be like observant to others like just you know I, I think we do and it's it's not unnatural to sort of um, feel like we're living in our own story. I mean mm-hmm. we, we, we have our reality based sure. on our experiences and our perceptions and and that's the only reality we'll ever know mm-hmm. but by actively observing others. Um, and like listening, you know, like back to that, like the sympathy versus empathy thing of if, if my coworker is like, let's say like they ride their bike and they're like, Oh, my bike tire popped on the thing. And I'm like, Oh man, that sucks. But I, and then end of story, you know, Mm -hmm. like that's sympathy. What fine. But to then be more empathetic be like, Oh, your bike tire popped. Like, how far did, did you have to walk? Like, did you have to call someone to pick you up? Yeah. You're adding context to their reality and filling in that for you. And that's where you can then find that common ground. And making right. a connection with somebody is shown to be more, like, like, that's more valuable than if I was like, you should carry a spare tube with you. You, <laughs> you know?
1: Uh, it's really weird you didn't have
0: one. Yeah. That you would have been able to get yeah. back. You're like yeah, you know what I mean? You? Like, yeah. so empathy is something that you have to actively... Engage with, and not mm. saying that's every situation. If if my, I
1: it, you know it just brought to yeah. mind um, uh, a guy who um, you and I are both friends with. I worked with him, and and he's he's a gay man, um, and he was with me in my office one day, and we were visiting, and um, not about you're gay, right? <laughs> Nothing like that. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you know, I know that right about you, but. I just asked what his feelings were about gay marriage because it it was illegal. Oh yeah, yeah. And just opening the door to listen, listen to this brilliant person talking about it. And he'd been with his partner a very long time, and and he would, you know, he said he would marry, you know, if, if his partner wanted to, and and in the years since, uh, they are, yeah, they are married, married now. now, right? And but what if I had thought I can't even talk about. it? You know what? If, what if I didn't trust him enough to, or I, w- I wouldn't have got his story. Right. Or right? if you were so
0: wrapped up in your own story that it didn't even cross your mind to to be like, I wonder what, what yeah, you know how he's feeling about this. But I'm gonna keep, you know, I'm just not gonna talk about it because yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: I don't want to make it awkward, right, uh, right. But I I did, and and we did, and we've, and I think our relationship friendship became stronger, you mm-hmm. know um because I got to know him by yeah. by an it was it any of my business? No. Right. right. Not really. But but I was curious, you know, from, I could have an opinion on gay marriage, but it it wasn't going to impact me because I was already married in a, yeah. you know, yeah, um,
0: and like a heterosexual a, a relationship. You know, yeah.
1: The, the, and um so I um when you were just talking about the bike for tire, sure. I went there. No, no, well, no, I mean, but <laughs> because even, sometimes it's uncomfortable.
0: It is. Well, it was, I mean, like when Dad died, mm-hmm. you know, I would notice oh, there was yeah. there was two different, and uh, I never. I mean, I never hold it against anyone of for not wanting no. to talk about that. Oh, like hundred no. percent. But like, so if I would get sympathy from somebody, like I, I would not, I wouldn't ask him for it or anything. But it was kind. It was you know, I would appreciate it. Yeah. Um. When I would receive empathy from somebody, it felt more connected yeah it it um i have a few friends who have also lost parents and and stuff and being able to just know i don't know to have and not even just parents but people who, who understand loss or just understand grief uh, that, sure. that it's a thing like that uh that sort of level of of empathy is it's he i mean it's it's healing in yeah. a way it, yeah you know, I firmly believe we're, we're social animals, and to have a connection with somebody, another person, uh, is a a great thing. Yeah, I
1: had a, a phone call this week. One of you boys's um, a, a friend from childhood um, works now at the the city uh, office, the city hall. Yeah, and I think. A lot of things go through all through his desk, through his desk, and and um, one was water bill stuff. And he called me, and he said, uh, "Mrs. Stone, this is a, might be a little hard to talk about." He started it just like that, and in my head, I'm thinking, "Is my water being turned off?" Yeah. You know, I mean. Right. But he said, "I noticed that your name is not on the um, the city on the water bill. Would you like your name added to the water bill, or would you just still like it to be, you know, Mr. Stone?" And I. It was one of those things that every month when it comes by, I think, oh, I need to take care of that. I need to take care of that. Here's a guy who, because of his friendship with you boys, knew me enough to pick up a phone and then start with this might be hard, but. And he did it anyway. Yeah. And thank you.
0: Right. Because I took care of a problem that was on your list, but.
1: And I couldn't have been prouder to be in a city where somebody downtown says, "I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna take care of you," like,
0: oh, that's amazing. like, I, like
1: we don't have fifty thousand other people in town. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see if I can't help you.
0: Yeah, and that is so kind. I don't it know, is really nice. Yeah, I don't know who it is, but that is so, so wonderful. Well,
1: our good friend Gabe Gutierrez. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I shout know. out Gabe.
1: I know, shout out Gabe and and the City of Caldwell because yeah. I. He saw that, and then we went on to talk about dog licenses. Yeah. <laughs> I know yeah. it's, uh, he he has a lot of things going across his desk, yeah. and and just took the time. And I
0: and that's so cool. And that means the, that means the world
1: to me. It yeah. does, and to him, it you know it was a few minutes, but mm-hmm. um, here I am still thinking about it a week later. Going, yeah. that's cool. Thank you. Somebody was empathetic. Is that empathy? That wasn't sympathy.
0: That's definitely empathy. Because that, I mean, and that's that's he, to that level of like. Not only do I feel it's like. I mean, that's that action. I wonder if it
1: wouldn't make her life easier. Yeah, that's like yeah.
0: that's that that verbiage of like empathy. Yeah, of just like how do I put this to use? Action. Yeah, and uh, and so that that's huge. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's like a, that's one of those above and beyond sort of things, yeah. you know. Um, no, that's really cool. Yeah. and that's the thing where it's like, I I don't. If left to my own, I think I could get very. Uh, I don't. I don't like. The, I don't want to sound all like love is the answer. Yeah, I'm not like. But, uh, to, like man. I'm not, I don't want to get all hippy dippy on it, but it's like. I do think that it feels so much more right to to want to engage yeah. and like connect that, and it's like that. Like something like that is really powerful to and have it doesn't somebody cause like
1: stress. It you know, does not carrying around anger, frustration. That's stress,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know. And and I'm this isn't
0: yeah. Um, and but I can see where too. I mean, that's where I think we'll. Well, we're seeing in, with this, the stress episode that we had last week was where it feels a lot like right now where we live in the United States like that empathy is something we need more, now more than ever mm-hmm. or just as much as ever uh, but um, but it's also a time where there's a lot there's a lot of personal stress and yeah. and it's tough and so it's I don't know but it's I think it's something worth trying to like acknowledge and, and we're, we're worth trying to sort of build that muscle up of like how do I genuinely connect yeah. to, to somebody and I
1: think one way that I have found is like with this week just look for it mm-hmm. look for it when I was at the grocery store today and the the, the the lady in front of me I'd never met her she's I'm sure a great gal and they ask her do you play the Monopoly game you know you get the little playing mm-hmm. card that kind of thing and she said no, but then she looked at me. Doesn't know me. And she goes, do you play? I said, no, I don't. Because she would have given... She would have taken one and given it to me. I know she would have. Mm-hmm. And it was... That is stinking thoughtful.
0: Yeah. Thank
1: you. <laughs> that... Um, when you just see little things... Un... Uncalled for, not... You know... Um, she wasn't just in her own head. She yeah. was... And, I, and when I see those things... It makes me happier.
0: Yeah, and so like even just today, I don't know if this counts. I don't know that how I don't know how far it stretches. Yeah, but a little part, little empathy situation that I had just today. So this morning, I I've talked about on the show before that I have a bit of a habit of collecting things. I get into things and then I collect them, and then I have too much stuff. And so I, what I had was a few different amplifiers and some guitars and stuff around. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'd collected over time that I just didn't use. I don't have... And what I wanted was a bit of a nicer amplifier. I had a few yeah. different, less nice ones. I was like, maybe I'll take them to the pawn shop. I can trade all of oh, these in for one nicer yeah. one. Um, and I did. But anyway, I, I went to the, the pawn shop and I was talking to the guy who was working at the uh, the, the desk and he was like, making sure everything worked. And sure. and it was fine. It, it, was a, it took a little bit of a process. Uh, you know, it was a time-consuming thing. And um, while we were wrapping up, there was this other person in the store who was trying to buy a laptop and he just kind of kept from across the room being like, I'm still over here. Uh, Am I not being, like, maybe I'm just being too quiet. Um, And he was was really trying to be like, hey, I want some service over here. And the guy just kept, he was being friendly. He's like, I'll I'll be right there. Like, I'll get to you as soon as I can. I get, you can. And, uh, so we're just standing there and the guy was kind of being obnoxious a little yeah. bit. And like you could just feel it in the room of like, God, dude, stop. Yeah. And so I kind of just with the guy, I was like, Guess that guy's got somewhere to be or whatever, you know, just kinda like yeah. breaking that tension and he kinda like smirks, like, Yeah, I don't you know. And there was just that little connection of yeah. like, I mean, I've worked retail it's, plenty of years yeah. and you get that thing of just like some customers mm-hmm. are so wrapped up in what they got going on yeah. that they don't see that other people yeah. are busy. So we shared a little moment of just like, God damn yeah. guy and yeah. I don't even know if that counts. But it, it but in you that could moment I felt absolutely
1: put yourself in the shoes of the the salesperson. Mm-hmm.
0: And I feel like in that moment me and that salesperson were just like, yeah, right? Cuz I yeah. I could tell that he thought it was awkward cuz I was standing right basically between these guys and yeah. he's like helping me with my thing and I did feel awkward of like, I'm sorry I'm taking up so much of your time, but also this guy needs to <laughs> just <laughs> wait for a minute. Yeah. Um, but it's so I don't know, just making that even little connection or just ag- being acknowledging that that this Guy working at the pawn yeah. shop was like feeling a little stressed right then yeah. because he had a line of basically waiting, sure, yeah. And stuff. Um, no, I think just those little things, I guess, it are
1: makes the world a better place, Matt. Empathy. Or at least it creates
0: a moment that's yeah less uncomfortable. I don't know. Yeah, but it's in, it's interesting, and I am also curious um, what what it what it takes at an adult level to really you know um, to get into it, I guess I don't know to, to really yeah if, if you're not someone who was raised in an environment where empathy was sort of um, a foundational thing, I bet it is really difficult or yeah. it just it takes a concerted effort to sort of step sure. out of your own
1: but there are there are a lot of books out there mm-hmm. there are if a person felt that that was an area that they could use some more growth in.
0: Yeah,
1: There are things to read. There are things to do. You could go find the most empathetic person you know and just say, can I hang out? And watch how you do that.
0: <laughs> and, or what are you thinking? Right. <laughs> um,
1: but, but I would say if, if you feel like you're stressed and you feel like all I'm doing is I'm in survival mode right now, I cannot, that empathy mm. in me has been crushed a long time ago. I would, I would encourage you to try and build it back up because yeah. by being an empathetic person, it can help bring balance to your stress.
0: It really can. And that's why it, it, it's a, like, even back to like the, the roots of empathy thing with these kids who by learning to and seeing areas where they can acknowledge their own emotions in, in observing emotions in another, like in an infant, which is just, you know, they just run on pure emotions as yeah. like kids. yeah, And so... But being able to do that makes, I feel like, it, it really, it makes things feel less broken. Right. Um, to be able to at least identify things. I mean, that's what I work with in therapy with anxiety and all this stuff. It's just being able to identify what's going on when it happens. Yeah. And it takes a lot of the, the piss out of it, you yeah. know? It's like, yeah. um, but I don't know. I, I really liked looking up and learning about empathy. Um, I thought it was really, I don't know. I learned definitely learned a thing or two about how it 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 takes it takes a bit of work, uh, as far as uh, action. You know, it, it takes mm-hmm. a little work on a personal level. Um, but
1: then I think, as with any anything, it will become more natural and yeah. to, to do it. Like you said, I probably was a lot more empathetic this week, but I just didn't think about it. Yeah, because it's sort of built in.
0: Yeah, and it and it's an it it, it feels good. I don't know, but um, I, we would really appreciate if you uh. You got anything out of this podcast? Let us know if there's anything we, we skipped over, um, or or you have thoughts of your own. We would love to hear Absolutely. from you at the uh, Dealing with It Pod at gmail.com. Hey, can
1: you can you talk about the the, the stuff st- that we have going? The, the studio
0: on? thing that's yes. going to happen
1: for you and and well, not for you and me, but for all of us in this community of learners together.
0: Yeah. So um, right now it's it's still in its infancy, but where we live in Idaho, there is a, a podcast network that is being started. Um, the other podcast that I do, the Genuine Wrestle Boys podcast, uh, is on there. There's uh, there's some really fun ones uh, that are gonna be coming up. Um, it's still in it's little baby level, but uh, we have been invited to be a part so of it. So exciting! Which will be really cool. We'll get to record in an actual studio. I understand their headphones. There are headphones, <gasps> and there are some really nice microphones and mixers. And Can I
1: still say dick pic?
0: You can, you can. I thought Should we were not going to bring it up on this episode. <laughs> we will have a... Hey, ep- if
1: you can talk about your gyro, whatever. I mean, going if on I over can there. say gyrus,
0: you can say. <laughs> <deep point>. um, <laughs> that'll be its own episode. Um, <laughs> But uh, that is really exciting, and it's also so we'll keep you updated as it keeps going on. No,
1: it won't mean any changes for what we're doing here. It's just a change of location for. We might not have to apologize for puppies <laughs> and things.
0: Right, and I I think there will be a noticeable one of the. It's just really fun when we go to the wrestling podcast, like putting on the headphones and you have like this professional microphone in your to talk into and. I don't know. It just feels like really fun. And I know that we've talked about on this show, we want to have some, some guests. Yeah. It would be nice to invite them somewhere that's not either of our, like, Bedrooms, rooms, really, bedrooms. yeah, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I'm, I'm really excited. It's still, uh, you know, uh, we'll keep you updated well, as we keep learning more. And for me, it's,
1: it's, it's validation that what, um, what you and I are talking about, which is dealing with the changes that life brings you... Um, it is reaching ears of people who want to encourage the message, and I, um, I couldn't be more excited and proud about about being a, a part of
0: of that. Yeah. Oh, I'm, a, I'm I'm so excited about it. Um, yeah, and we can, you know, none of this would be going on if it was just me and and my mom talking here. So thank you so much for listening. Absolutely. It's, it's it really does mean a lot. And hey, it, do nice. we have
1: a goal for next week?
0: So, what? Are the goals for this week? Um, we didn't really get that far. Sometimes planning is really off the cuff on this. And show. this,
1: uh, everything sometimes is off. The, to go, puppies growling. Yeah.
0: So, oh, I have, I, I had an idea for, um, an, <gasps> that I think, uh, for a topic next week. Oh,
1: what's your idea?
0: That kind of goes along with stress and empathy to kind of go along with this little. Series of topics, I guess yeah. we started. Is that I think it would be good to do an episode on vulnerability because I think there oh. is a two way street when it comes to empathy, and vulnerability is one uh, that it's, it is not it's easy to not do. Easy. It, it is very uncomfortable. I struggle with being uh, vulnerable often. But so maybe to fill in Oh, of work not me. That. <laughs> I fall into being vulnerable all the time.
1: It is my second home.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, we often say that we are not experts, Uh, but maybe next week we have an expert on uh, vulnerability. (laughs) Um, But I think that'd be good to talk about, right? I don't know. Oh, I do. I do. So I don't know if maybe a goal would to fall in this umbrella is, is find an area to be vulnerable. I don't know. That scares me. I don't like that.
1: Yeah. Um, well, and I've, I, I'm not doing that online chat and stuff for a little bit because that, <laughs> that vulnerability, well, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so, but I will either, I will either be vulnerable, which I'll be in, you know, 30 minutes from now going over, <laughs> to, you yeah. know, doing something else. But, um, or looking for where you see vul- people in vulnerable situations who are handling it who are yeah. dealing with it oh okay i so, like that yeah because so just
0: keep it yeah
1: okay oh but to being empathetic to their vulnerability yeah just saying Love if you're it. not if you're not brave enough to be it yourself
0: uh-huh. <laughs> uh yeah i 100 i agree with that so next week we will be back to talk about vulnerability yeah. um which will be fun i kind of like that we're on this little kick of stress empathy vulnerability what Think oh of a my couple more.
1: It's like the three little pigs. Yeah,
0: and if, if there's anything in that in, in that sort of vein that you would like us to talk about, seriously, we would love to hear from you at, at dealingwithitpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Um, we're yeah, we're out there. We're, we're out, out there, there. And we would love to hear from you. So thank you so much for listening. We will catch up with you next week. Yep. And until then, we'll keep, we keep dealing, dealing with it.